Hey there, friends. So this week, after we posted our episode about Brandy, she and Monica actually took part in a versus battle, and we, like much of the internet-using public, had some thoughts. So Jason and I thought this would be a good opportunity to post what we're going to be considering mini-sodes, featuring some of the conversations we have that get cut for time. In the future, we're hoping that you can look forward to hearing more of the conversational detritus that ends up on the cutting room floor for being too random, too weird, or just not topical enough to make it into the full-length episodes. So for now, enjoy our conversation about Monica and Brandy. So do we want to talk about the Brandy and Monica versus battle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? That was um, that was wild. So we talked about Brandy. We talked about all of her travails, all of her trials and tribulations. Um, as it surrounds the car accident that she got into. Um, and we briefly touched upon the Brandy and Monica phenomenon. Yeah. You know, I don't think we talked about it in depth. But then, you know, in this kind of magical act of timing, uh, just this week, Brandy and Monica teamed up on an episode of Versus, which is an Apple Music streaming show well so it was started by swiss beats and timbaland um as a you know there as a way to have black artists sort of showcase their catalog so it's it's focused on catalog artists um they each play 20 songs um and they kind of battle you know they Mm -hmm. go back and forth playing 20 songs um it started on instagram live and then Apple Music took an interest in it as it became huge. Um, okay, and um, it's 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 become really it's become this really big thing. Apple Music is doing it. They're they're bringing out a you know so they have so you can watch it on TV now, not just um, not just on Instagram, but Instagram. You know it's crazy. So when I so so I miss the one the 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 one of the really iconic ones, which was Babyface and Teddy Riley. Think. okay and you know it was kind of notorious because it had been hyped as like oh yeah these two legends teddy riley started new jack swing babyface obviously is babyface and teddy riley like had all kinds of problems with his internet and then with his <laughs> sound and like couldn't get it going and so like you just see babyface kind of like there and then they were like they pushed it back like two hours and so then they oh. brought it on and he was still having problems and so babyface basically just did a set like and like it was people loved it and they were waiting for the next one. There've been a few since there's been some rap ones, but I think a real Mm -hmm. turning point was when they, um, you know, at some point in the, in the, uh, during quarantine, um, Erica Badu and Jill Scott did one. And there were something like 600,000 people watching live. And, it was just so lovely because I mean, the idea is it was kind of, it was, kind of a masculine thing right this versus battle and you've got like it's a lot full of male energy and you had these two sort of queens who were just so loving and supportive of each other because they'd Mm -hmm. come up together they they knew each other a lot they the banter was great and it was just so uplifting right they were just loving and feeling each other's music and just going back and forth i was baking in the kitchen and i had it on and i was just dancing and i was just like so happy it was great so they did that. There've been a couple other 
notable ones since um, on Juneteenth, Alicia Keys and John Legend did one. Oh. Um, and <clears throat> and that was good too. But, you know, some of them are much more, um, you started seeing a, a different version where with the Apple Music support, they now have a studio. So they're in the same place. Whereas before, you know, they were kind of stacked on top of each other and Instagram Very IG Live, live yeah. Yeah, and I think they still, they still do that to some extent. Um, you know, Timbaland was saying that like it's something that they they still like that feel because it's it feels much more direct with the audience. Um, they yeah. still like that. They didn't want to lose that. And that's why they went with Apple, because apparently like Apple was going to let them keep their Instagram live portion of it. But um, yeah, so Brandy and Monica, this was teased. We didn't we didn't plan it at all. And like during the show, I mean, at the height, I think one point two million people mm-hmm. were streaming it live. Um Michelle Obama was like, to, you know, <laughs> leaving comments on the live stream. Like it's it's kind of it's become these sort of cultural moments, but cultural moments for a very specific segment of the population. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to 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 bring up your point about groups and reunions and, you know, nostalgia. I mean, it's for R&B. And like one of the things that that, you know, they really come back to that Timbaland and Swiss Beats really talk about is they wanted to create sort of a museum of black music. Because as we've seen, even in this, in 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 the some of the artists and songs that we've covered in our own podcast, if songs don't break into the pop mainstream, for a good portion of the population, it just doesn't exist. And you know, yeah. we were talking about Aaliyah and you know people not knowing who they who she is, right? And you know, we know because she's in our mind. It's sort of like an oral storytelling storytelling tradition. Yeah, it's that's it's like an evolution of that, and that's there. That's what they. That's what they're trying to do. I watched like a reposting of the versus battle. And it's one of those things that I had heard of kind of in passing or people Mm -hmm. would refer to it. I didn't really know what was going on. I'm old. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I I still don't know how to turn it on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know there there was a little bit of a reaction to this episode because and I don't know if we touched upon it but there was reportedly some friction between Brandy and Monica throughout mm-hmm. their careers like they had uh very famously collaborated on the boys mine in 98 um but at that at that point in time they were largely being positioned as rivals to each other you know I don't remember them ever being friends basically even yeah. that song even the so- setup of the song itself is positioned to make them seem like rivals in some way and um i think that 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 characterization of their friendship has persisted with them throughout their careers you know that they they at at best they aren't friends mm-hmm. and at worst they hate each other right mm-hmm. And so it was nice to see them kind of get together, clear the air. They, but they said that they they themselves had not talked to each other in like nine years, right? Yeah, like a long time, and it was, but it was tense at times. It were it, it was, was awkward. awkward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It got it was, a little cringy because yeah. I think that there was a point where um, Monica maybe jokingly referred to her her past like temper issues maybe 
Maybe it was a joke. I mean, she basically says something about how like she wasn't going around kicking through girl kicking down girls' doors anymore, blah, 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 blah. And Brandy kind of like jumped in there and was like, kind of She was like, I was one of those girls. Yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, and, and and then Monica's like, Why would you say that? I never did that. <laughs> Why would you say that? And like Brandy's the look on Brandy's face, because it was like she was trying to make a joke, but like it wasn't funny. I mean, it wasn't funny, right? Because everyone knows yeah. there's like something there. And it's like, you think it's funny. And you you kind of see like, oh, you're like, you're an instigator. I mean, like, I, I love Brandy, <laughs> but like their energies were just not complimentary. And you yeah, can no, understand were, why they wouldn't be friends. Yeah, they were, they were just different, different folks, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that it was interesting. Like one thing that I was kind of picking up on, even from the very beginning, was like... Cause they were they were in Atlanta, right? I don't know where they were. I think they were in Atlanta. The, Monica was kind of like welcoming Brandy and being like, "Oh, like you know, this is how we do it down here in the South and whatever." And Brandy immediately tried to like also take ownership like, I'm of that girl. too. Like, yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm also I'm 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 also from here, or you know, mm-hmm. and it, it felt a little bit adversarial from the get to me that I was like, Oh, is this going to be okay? And as it, as the conversation progresses, you just see them sitting on other opposite sides of the stage and realize like, these are just two very different women. They Mm -hmm. have two totally different personalities, two totally different vibes. I don't think that they necessarily hate each other, but I don't think that they're going to like call each other every week. To me, it's like Brandy has a little bit of like an always on energy. Mm That Monica doesn't. Monica yeah. just wants to chill out and act like an actual human person. Mm-hmm. Brandy just wants to be on and entertain people and mm-hmm. have have little quips to throw out here and there. Mm-hmm. And I, I I I think I was talking to you and I was thinking like, oh, this this might be what it this might be what it would be like to get like Patty Labelle and Aretha Franklin together to have a conversation in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, Patty Labelle still claims that she and Aretha were like best Judies, you know. Yeah, I mean, she. I mean, she sang at her funeral or at her she, memorial service. She did so. not. She denies that Aretha Franklin snubbed her at that White House uh, event. Well, of course they would. They both. She was would. like, she was like, oh no, I think Aretha was just, you know, she was feeling a little under the weather and she was afraid of getting other people sick, so she she didn't want to touch me. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? On TV but it is that at the thing. White House. <laughs> it is that thing though where you. You, in I think in interviews with Patty Labelle to parallel her with Brandy, she's she's on. She's putting on a good face. She is enunciating. She is, you know, modulating her voice up and down. She's getting excited. You know, um, Aretha Franklin I think was notoriously a little bit more. Um, she felt above it all. Above it all, but I mean. But also just kind of like a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. She would only do the above it all thing if she felt like you were overstepping your bounds, which was often. But, you know. Like, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but more than that, like Aretha Franklin just really never got super animated or mm-hmm. like excited about talking in the way that like you might think someone that gets that animated and excited about singing might be able to translate that into conversation the way that patty labelle does mm-hmm. and so yeah. brandy and monica had that type of energy to me where i think that a lot of in- times people thought monica was 
being shady to Brandy with like her reactions to when Brandy's song is playing and Brandy's just over there going wild and Monica's just like looking at her phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is interesting because it's like even just hearing like you can tell like these are two women they respect each other um but they're you can't deny the competitive nature of mm-hmm. of this, right? And 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 Monica had some really big hits, but Brandy's were arguably more wide ranging. Although Monica did have uh, was it Angel of Mine and Yeah. I mean Monica which was stopped, like one of the highest. Monica stopped yeah. crossing over as much as Brandy yeah. did. I mean um, she had a lot of personal issues at the around the beginning of the, yeah. the millennium. But also I think Monica's voice and Monica's choice of musical style was not always intended to cross over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you she know, was definitely I, I think, more R and B than. Like, yeah, I Brandy. think by by intention, I think that's probably her artistic vision for herself and her the way that she conceived of using her voice at that time. You know, because it's funny. Like I I know fewer Monica songs than I know Brandy songs, um, but. By and large, I'd have to say that the side-by-side comparisons of the songs that they were choosing, a lot of those Monica songs were just fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. I thought, in actuality, I I thought Monica won that battle. Oh, I disagree with you. But, well, I, not that I disagree well, with you. Well, Brandy I just, notably yeah. did not include any songs from Humans. So, automatic minus, minus well, like one. like you said, she said to hell with that album. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, she really did. It wasn't in her journal that she kept referencing and picking up and then trying to find shit and couldn't find it. And I'm like, did you skip a page, Brandy? You're flipping through that notebook. Did you skip the whole page about human? (laughs) I guess it was funny when they went to break and she's like, oh, let me get my journal. And then she like makes kind of a thing and goes to pick it up and then looks and then walks away. And I was like, girl, no one trying to take your journal. I mean, it's funny because like in that Timbaland is involved in this and I I feel like they both made a point to, you know, thank him for his contributions to their own music. Right. Uh Um, I kind of wonder, like, so if if Rodney Jerkins had been involved in this, would she at least have played lip service to. (laughs) She said she said, you know, Rodney, because 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 Monica said at some point, like, well, you know, Rodney. And she's like, well, yeah, you know, and she. She's like, you know, well, Rodney, you know, we go way back. Like, he's obviously like, da 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 da, like, responsible for the beginning. But my true musical soulmate is, and then she named um, the other person. And so, I, it was, it was, I, 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 you that, picked up on I that. I picked up on that. Yeah, I was like, oh, because like, because, cause Full Moon, the actual track Full Moon is by another producer. Okay. Um, and Rodney was the executive producer for the album. But mm. for that track, it was someone else. And I'm not sure if it's that person that she called out, but it, she had this whole thing about like, yeah, Rodney is like influential and, you know, obviously we go back way back, but like my true musical soulmate is shade. Yeah. It was interesting. And not, I, even if it's not shade, it's just, it's just interesting. Yeah, I mean, but like they have that, it, to you know, just to get back to it, like their, their energies are just so different. And it's like when you're with someone that you need to be friends with, Mm -hmm. Or you need to be polite with. And one bad joke can just blow it all up. But like you're just trying to get through. (laughs) Like more than anything, it almost seemed like Monica 
was a little bit taken aback and like didn't know how to proceed with the situation. Like she didn't know how to roll with that ki- kind of with joke. That kind of, you know? And that kind of energy, like the energy that Brandy was bringing. Um, yeah. It was interesting. Brandy was a little, Brandy was a little, she was giving me kind of like the, um, what's that Molly Shin character? The I'm 50 and she, oh, oh, I, oh, I, I oh, kick. Oh, oh. Um, Molly, Sally O'Malley. Sally O'Malley. She was giving me a little bit of Sally O'Malley vibes with how, animated and excited she was about being out there you know which is understandable like i get it but it's 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 kind of like in the way that i think when you're working together with someone both of you need to kind of adapt to each other like i'm not asking brandy to like tone it down or i'm not asking monica to like Mm -hmm. you know amp it up and become like a big bouncing muppet Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to meet in the middle. And I think that they were trying. They yeah, were really yeah, trying. Yeah, they were, you yeah. know. Um, and I think, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's it's almost like, like Brandy was to some extent improving, mm-hmm. <laughs> And Monica like was not yes ending. Yeah. Um, uh, Monica yeah. was trying to follow the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what, what page yeah. are we on now? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, you know, it's really interesting that like to me, Brandy actually seemed more like later career Whitney like oh, in that sort of manic sort of like ha, 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 you know like yeah which you, you point at the camera it's like ah ha, ha, like that but like yeah when she do that and it's like she thinks it's funny but like it comes off as kind of weird like on camera because yeah. <laughs> I was just like where's Moesha and then you're like oh yeah Moesha's not a real person <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's it's just a version of Brandy and yeah. I think that's what that's interesting that you talk about Brandy in relation to Whitney too because I mean that was her. The, that was her girl. One of, and one of the songs on Brandy's newest album is, um, isn't it called like "Bye Bipolar"? Yeah. yeah. Like I never, I had never even, I would never even heard stories about Brandy struggling with any kind of like, you know, mental uh, disabilities or. Well, you know. she she talks about it that it's not. She hasn't been officially diagnosed. Okay. But that she goes, it talks about her struggle with depression and just what that had done to her in the last 10 years. So basically like kind of the shit that we talked about in the Brandy episode yeah. and her struggles with that her struggles with loss and their struggles with, you know, just the, the accident and failure and like what that did to her self-esteem and like how her, you know, she kind of go back and forth and in and out. But yeah, it is funny because it's like, yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, she actually diagnosed bipolar and she's not. And she's, oh, okay. she's been very, she, when people have asked, she's like, no, 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 I'm not. It's, it's just the way I'm, it's like, that's very ballsy to like, yeah. Put yeah, that out yeah, there as a song yeah. and not but, have any kind yeah. of like clinical, clinical diagnosis, clinical diagnosis, professional input on, you know yeah I, mean, I don't know how i feel about it because it feels like it's sort of trivial not it, it like co-ops it for just to be like not to say just to be like you had some bad days but like yeah it does have a sense of that and i think that's part of the thing with brandy i think that's right? part of the thing with brandy and i think it's i mean that's a larger discussion about like mental health issues the, the again yeah like the stigmatization or the trivialization of mental health issues mm-hmm. i think that that's constantly a conversation that people are having about what it what it means when you tell people you're depressed yeah nowadays you know because yeah. there is like a clinical definition of that mm-hmm. that is maybe outside of 
the Webster's Dictionary definition of the emotion depression, yeah. right? Yeah. And how we talk about that, who's allowed to talk about that, and in what way. Um, especially well, because yeah. I think you do have a lot of people that are are struggling with a level of clinical depression and speaking about it that you want those voices to be heard over like someone who maybe just assumes. Yeah. Like I don't want to discount anything that Brandy has ever felt or anything that she's ever struggled with. Cause obviously there are a lot of people that go undiagnosed and that never seek treatment for, mm-hmm. for issues mm-hmm. regarding mental health. Um, but it is kind of a hot button issue and it, it does yeah. kind of reinforce to me a little bit of like, I mean, we were, we were effusing praise on Brandy in that Brandy episode. And one of the things that we talked about off cam off camera, off recording was um, when we went to go see Brandy at the factory here in mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was in the, um, it was like 211. Yeah. It yeah, was 2012. Was it? it was the it was in the 211 era because she did perform that um, wildest dream song. Oh, okay. But I remember being so excited because it's like Brandy mm-hmm. performing at this tiny, tiny for free gay. Yeah, tiny, no, tiny well, it's big, club. but it's like, but it's, but it's like free, and it's like not the. It's. It was in the ultra suede side of the factory. Was it? No, I thought it was on the factory side because we were on the elevated oh, portion. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, because there was an elevated portion. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Stage. No, you know who we saw in the, in the small section was the wanted. I, I did. I was not present. That was that. in the small I, portion. I, I will not. Go ahead. I will not. I will not vouch for the wanted. Whatever. But, they were hot. <laughs> like one of them, two of them, maybe. <laughs> two of them. Um, But we went to go see Brandy and it was a big deal because you know, Brandy's a big superstar and she was performing at a relatively small venue Mm -hmm. and she performed. We were all going crazy. And I think it was at the very end that she was like, you know, I had this hit song with this other artist back in the nineties and everyone wants to always hear this song, but you know, out of respect to my, you know, my co-performer, I never, I never performed this song without her, you know? And so <laughs> she's kind of yeah, paying her respects to Monica, but also kind of teasing this song. And I remember sitting there and we were all turning to like, oh my God, Monica's here. Monica's here. Mm-hmm. Fuck, Monica's here. Monica's going to come out. And then Brandy's like, oh, but I'll just do it this one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she, she's yeah. like, she's like, you guys, you guys can sing Monica's part. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, then it's not like I'm doing it. Then I'm not doing her dirty if you guys sing her part. And I think and we all she, loved it. But <laughs> Well, just immediately I was like, what? Like, yeah. why would you even why preface you say this that? by saying yeah. you, you never sing this song without Monica? Then to be like, oh, but just this one time, you know, it just, it, it reeked to me a little of like, is this who Brandy really yeah, is? Like, yeah. I get she was maybe trying to make a joke in the way that she was trying to make a joke exactly. about Monica kicking down her door, but it's not funny. Yeah, you're like, oh, girl. How many takes did it take for Moesha to be funny? <laughs> well, I mean, they're, clearly there were writers. <laughs> she needs to hire them. That's what uh, it is. So, Can so, you imagine I mean, if they did a Moesha now? Like, but I, just like bring her back. Moesha as a middle-aged woman. Oh man. I mean caregiver Countess- for Cheryl Lee Ralph. <laughs> yeah, I mean what Countess Vaughn, what's she doing? And um Well oh, crap. Th- I went what, into a deep hole who's on that. Her best friend. Um the Countess one that Vaughn. had 
No, Kevin's oh, the, oh, and then, uh, oh, oh, Kevin the, Federline's first um the, first the guy wife, first. Oh. No, Kevin Federline's Oh yeah. I know oh, the gosh. girl. I don't know. I feel so bad cuz she really she tried. She really never recovered after notoriously being Kevin Federline's first like uh mother of his children, right? Yeah. Before Britney Spears. Like he left Britney Spears for No, he yeah, he no left he left her. this woman for Britney Spears. Yeah. God, but I anyway. can't remember her name. Anyway, God, they just did a. I feel like they just recently did like one of those Moesha reunion shows. Um, but yeah, don't bring it back. Don't bring no. it back. It's it. No. Well, maybe I don't know. Can you usher? Well, I started watching back? it. We started watching it on um Netflix. Maybe wild Netflix. if like it's actually, Moesha it's so funny. was married to Usher, and like. Oh, did you see? Did you see that part of 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 the uh, when she they talk about Usher? No, I. I so, wasn't um, attention. so so like they were talking about Usher, and they loved him. And he and Mo, he and Monica did a song together. And Brandy was like, "Yeah, that was good." She's like, "How come you didn't do any more? Like, are you gonna do more?" And she said, "Yeah, well, I asked him, and he said no." And then they <laughs> both just kind of looked at each other, and they were like, "Yeah, he said no." And she was like, "Damn, okay." And I, it was like the straight. It was like, like <laughs> just thinking about it now, it was so. But they're like, they're, and, and eventually they're like, "I mean, I, I really love Usher. Like, God bless." But like, yeah, he said no. <laughs> well usher's star had risen he i think so i think so it's just it's just the look on both of their faces because i think it's like they're both stars of a certain age who like are trying to gas each other up to some extent and then like you hit something like that and they both know what it means and it's happening in real time and they're both like damn like, yeah. like the look on their faces was crazy. <laughs> Usher, Usher had moved on to Alicia Keys. Yeah. And uh, my boo. Yeah. Um, anyway, that anyway. forever cu- colored my perception of Brandy, that live performance. And I think it carries into the way that I perceive of her in appearances like this versus battle. So, so for the record, I, I I feel like Monica won, but Brandy won your heart. No, I mean, I, I, it wasn't even that. I was just like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they did have moments of bonding. Like, yeah, totally. Um, Monica was talking about going through it with like her personal life and, um, you know, having a kid and like being, feeling she talked about sort of shame around having having a kid or like at a young age and Brandy's like no 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 I, I went through that myself like she's like yeah no girl I feel and you could see that there were moments of connection yeah where they were like and it, it goes back to that whole thing about Brandy pretending her she was um you know in a relationship or that she was married while she was pregnant yeah. to like hide the fact that she was having a baby out of wedlock I mean and but again they both bonded up, over that they bonded but leave it up to Brandy to like to make it awkward also to make it about her mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had a kid when you were young? Tell me about it. I had a kid when I was young, you know? I th- but I, I, <laughs> I, I saw it more as like, yeah, because they both were, well, the reason I say that is because they both were like, yeah, that shit wouldn't happen in 2020. Yeah. Like that fucked us up because that was the early 2000s and like no one would yeah. care now. And like, but it really messed us both up. Yeah. And I think that they both were just so kind of like over the fact that it's not an issue and mm-hmm. it I became mean, an issue. Beyonce is not was not young when she became pregnant, but Beyonce was essentially able to debut her pregnancy 
during a live performance and everyone loved it. She's able to go up, up there and, you know, I hug mean, her she pants. Was, she was happily up. married. She was happily married. She perhaps was not actually pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that's that. I just wanted to talk about the brand. All right. So you think thing. she won. It's fine. It's I fine. have no I have no thoughts or feelings on the matter. Okay. <laughs> Special thanks to Adam Elder for composing our theme music. Songs and videos featured in today's episode will be posted to our website, flopredeemer.com. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. And check us out on social at flopredeemer on Instagram and Twitter and at facebook.com slash flopredeemer. <laughs>